0: I don't have friends, I got family.
1: I live my life a quarter mile at a time. Dude, I almost had you. (laughs) Got
0: the hamburger meat all hanging
2: out. (laughs) That is gonna go to work. Life's simple. You make choices and you don't look back. You can have any brew you want, as long as it's a garage. I'll have the tuna. No crust. No crust. Welcome back everyone to another episode of Cinema Demore. I'm your host Chuck, joined by
1: Justin and Lexi.
2: And we're uh, just moving right along in these fast and furious times with Furious 7.
0: The seventh entry, if you couldn't put the pieces together. That's about the only consistent thing in all these titles,
2: starting from 5 on. Is the inconsistency?
0: Well, the inconsistency, but the consistent thing is having a number somewhere in the title.
2: What are you talking about? The very next movie doesn't have a number in the title. Ten. It's a Roman numeral. No,
1: it does. It has F8. You- <laughs> it's like Dead Mouth 5. Like, you know, it's like instead of Dead Mouse, it's Dead Mouth
0: Oh, yeah, but they did. They did. It's never it
2: been eight. spelled F8. It's not. It's not for eight of the Furious. It's not, I thought it was. Never. It, was for it eight has, has never Furious. been. Oh. That's why they're so inconsistent. Chucky passed oh. the test.
0: Congratulations. That was totally a test the entire time. And you've succeeded.
1: Speaking of passing tests, we have a winner. It's the first Fast and the Furious film to officially pass the Bechtel test. Does it?
0: Yes. Michelle Rodriguez and Ronda Rousey.
1: They spoke to each other about not a man enough. That it officially passed the Bechdel test. There was enough dialogue that it went on long enough that it passed.
0: I think it's kind of cheating though because you say it went on long enough but if you cut out all the other scenes that were intercut with it it's probably just 30 second (laughs) fight.
1: Give it a fucking pass. This is the film that gives it the pass on the Bechdel test.
0: I'll give it a pass. I definitely think that this movie is better than Sick. 100%. I still have the same feelings towards Paul Walker died in the middle of filming this and they were gonna incorporate his brothers. They rewrote the third act and CG him into the movie. And I'm like, how are they going to pull it off? Well, they pull it off by practically never showing his face almost any time they can get away with it.
2: Like that last half hour, he's just always in the shadows or it's his back. He's in the shadows, but even before
0: that, if he has a conversation with somebody, it'll always be on the other person's face. Like, it'll give you a sliver of his face at best. It never stays on him long.
1: They also use a lot of CG. Hell yeah, they do. This is the first film use a lot of like different effects and CG effects to pull off this kind of stuff this film was revolutionary and its use of like pulling images of Walker from other films and like taking the brothers and superimposing all those images over like they had done stuff before like in the other Star Wars films when they brought back um I can only think of him Carrie Fisher no, well they brought Carrie Fisher back, but the one before that
0: Targan? He's no. in the same movie.
1: No, no, the one from the I like to think of him as from the Hammer films. Christopher Christopher Lee. They brought him back.
0: They didn't bring him back, he was actually in
2: those movies.
1: No, no, no. They CG'd him in one of the the, the later
2: You're thinking of Peter Cushing.
1: Peter Cushing, thank you so much. It was a hammer person. That's I was what, like, help, yeah, Tarkin, help
0: me Tarkin, out here. That's a, tar, I said it, but it's the character's okay, name, Okay, the, the character's name. name. I
1: don't know the character's name, so that's why I was like, I don't know who you're talking about. But, but yeah, that that one, and people complained that that one was too uncanny Valley, like it wasn't done well enough. And then this one was done after that, and then this one was like...
0: This one was not done after that. This was first.
1: I thought, was not, I thought it was like after, wasn't it?
0: It's like a 2013 movie. Rogue One came out in 2016. Was
1: that when they did that one? Was Rogue One? Okay. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm wrong. There was a big deal about the way this one was done. Like, it was like one of the best done or something like that. People still go back on this one and say, like, it's still one of the better duds. There are big sections in this, though, where it looks like Paul Walker's head is a bobblehead. It looks like it disconnects from the body when he turns his head and, like...
0: His face is swelled sometimes.
1: Yeah, like, it. it there are spots where it definitely looks The, really
0: the lighting on his face is odd. Yeah. There's two scenes, too, where he's just in the background while they talk about him. And it's <laughs> just, like...
1: Yeah. I know the scene when he calls Mia in the parking garage right before the final showdown sequence. That's not him. I know that's one of his brothers and that that whole sequence was like a string of dialogue from other films that they like put together to make the the strange
0: thing is now if they went back and they took the one brother for looks they could probably do a better deep fake on his face and they could probably do voice modulator because that's what they did for luke skywalker and it's always star wars and the mandalorian
1: okay skywalker looked good in the mandalorian i thought they did a good job on that one
0: yeah because it has a face for reference to be able to do the muscles the muscle movement and everything walker just kept his mouth shut although he su- seemingly seemed to speak more in this movie than he did in six
1: you can tell they had a larger intention for this character and his arc in this film and that uh, they had to rewrite a lot with him dying and what have you they went back to the first movie a lot there was a lot of reference back to the first film in this one as you said before that they go back to it a lot in this one uh, they brought back your favorite thing, Chuck. Race Wars.
2: Yeah. No one commented that the name's still terrible. Yeah. Like I was like, maybe, maybe like ten, however many like 10 11 years between the first movie and this one, someone will go, maybe we shouldn't just call it that. Maybe we'll just pretend like, like retroactively, be like, yeah, this was the big race event, but they straight up to like it's Race Wars. And I was like, all right, we're still, still Race Wars. With also that. brought back Hector for two seconds. Yeah, yeah, we had yeah. him for for a few minutes there. But I, I, it's odd in this film when going from Fast Five to this movie, when when we finally get Kurt Russell coming in as the Mr. Nobody character, and he's like, Dom, I'm going to need your whole team. And his whole team's Tyrese, Ludacris, and Paul Walker. That It went from that, that massive team in five to, it's these three guys. That's it. That's my whole team. They're, they're all I could afford.
0: Well, one of them died, and two of them were those Dominican guys that were already, like,
2: not a part of six. Two of them died. We lost. Uh, oh yeah, lost Han, Han died and, too, and Giselle. So it's like, yeah, two. Two of them, the other two were just gonna pretend like they'd ever existed af- at this point. And it's just like it's like this is the whole team, all all well, three I think of them. Maybe
0: they didn't come back from five because they just enjoyed being rich. Yeah, they
2: blew it all at the casino. That's how uh, that's how it ends in uh, in five with them at the casino, splitting up. One's putting it all on red, and the others putting it all on black. So I a feeling like that that's that's the reason they just blew all their money and now they're just poor somewhere.
0: I think the action in this one's a lot more competent too, but it is still about the same level of ridiculous ridiculous if not more than six at sometimes the opening scene is it reminds me of looney tunes or something it's so yeah. insane uh we get introduced to jason statham who is deckard shaw the other shaw's owen shaw what was his name oh it was okay owen shaw who didn't die somehow but as uh my wife said will probably die since he most definitely killed almost all of his life support that he could at that hospital
2: Yeah, kills everybody there. And then as he's walking out, like the one person that's still alive. And he's like, you better make sure my brother doesn't die. And I'm like, oh, yeah, just killed everybody else that works there. So I know (laughs) how this one nurse is going to handle this.
0: The building is literally falling apart as he walks. Yeah, the the
2: building's still blowing up and on fire. But yeah, they'll take good care of him.
0: Yeah, I mean, it introduced a new villain whose name I don't remember. And Jason Statham's character is just like this rogue guy that is just after Dom's team. Yeah. But they almost don't even need the main villain because Jason Statham is more interesting. Is more interesting, anyways.
2: Yeah, Jason Statham should be the main villain. I forgot there was even a. I I went into this movie being like, yeah, this is a movie where uh, where Jason Statham's fighting them the entire time, and then they're they showed Digimon Hansu, and I'm like, oh, he's in this film too.
0: Yep, he's a Guardians too. He's another guardian guy.
2: Yeah, yeah we're connected on all back.
1: Is Statham the main villain, or is that guy the main villain?
0: I wouldn't say Statham's the main villain. Statham, Statham he's not written like... as the
2: main villain, it feels like. It feels like he's not written as the main villain, but he's so much more memorable that he feels like he should be the main villain. yeah
1: is the main villain is he from like four or like one of the other films never so he's just a completely new character who's been introduced in this film for the first time
0: he gets introduced through mr nobody because he has the hacker ramsey that uh has the god's eye technology to see everything and everywhere they become involved when they try to help mr nobody out so they can give dom the tracking information to catch jason statham because at this point he's blown up his house and killed Han and has threatened the rest of his family
1: okay I just like I was watching it and I was like I just couldn't remember if this guy was from four or not like I wasn't 100 percent on that and I just want to double check what was the rest of the plot of the film
0: Uh, they have a hacker Ramsey that they have to get which introduces a brand new character who pretty much stays at least currently she's she's made it to more films than Giselle at this point until Giselle comes back
1: (laughs) Well, she becomes the new love triangle between Tyrese and uh, Ludacris.
0: And not in this movie. In this one, she's the love object.
1: Yeah. They make, they make her sure smart, but sexualized. they don't really
0: like... They really, they do, they sexualize her. She's supposedly smart because she invented this thing, but we don't really get too much out of her in this movie. Although I really do like her kind of as a prop of sorts, that they have to rescue her, and when they have that scene where they get her out of the... I don't know what you call it, the bus or whatever. Yeah. At first, she barely makes it onto Dom's car. And Dom's sick-ass driving keeps her from falling off, I'm assuming.
1: When he shifts and bumps her ass into the car.
0: That is actually pretty funny, yeah. That's
1: good. Because
0: that's how skilled he is. <laughs> Some of the action is a lot better in this, too. Like, even Paul Walker's stupid, like, hanging off the cliff and then climbing around and just barely making it. Well, Michelle Rodriguez's Do spin... Right? D- donut because she knew that he wasn't going to be able to make the reach by himself.
1: So she has donuts by him, 360s by him.
0: I like that one bad guy who just kept coming back, too. Like, he was in, like, three scenes. Yeah, Tony Jaw. yeah.
1: He's wasted in this film, though, because, like...
2: He is. He doesn't get to do any of his cool stuff.
1: He's he's very much
0: wasted. The the thing that should be the coolest that is the least cool is when he goes to cut off Paul Walker, so he's, like, parkouring. Yeah. But it it just somehow looks so lame like it doesn't look good Paul
1: Walker's in the remake uh, he's in Brick Mansions which is the remake of uh, Escape from District B-13 which is a French parkour film and so he learns how to do parkour for that movie I don't know if that movie came out before or after I think it came out before this so like you think like in this opportunity with like Tony Jaw that he could do a lot better combat sequences and stuff like that too. Well, but... I,
2: I definitely don't think that was even him fighting Tony Jaw at the end. Anyway, that was right. That was a stunt double at that point. That wasn't even that wasn't you even talk him.
1: About un- outmatched, I, I can't think of anybody more outmatched than Paul Walker fighting Tony Jaw. But when
2: he has a furniture dolly or whatever, he, you yeah. know, that felt like they were trying to give him something to do because it was every movie's been Vin Diesel fights The Rock in five and then Vin Diesel fights uh, uh, Owen Shaw in six and then Vin Diesel's going to fight Deckard Shaw in this movie. So it felt like like one of those like Paul Walker's probably like, I want to fight somebody like I never get the I never get to have like a he did fight
0: Ortiz in jail from yeah in five or whatever.
2: Yeah, that was maybe that was small, six. Though. I that don't was...
0: re- remember anymore say so he doesn't
2: get an yeah. nemesis then because he took his yeah. nemesis he, he never gets his own
1: cart and then yeah. throws him down a mine shaft so he's dead he never gets or, his like, fun stuff shaft, sorry
2: yeah we'll give him this one and then he died and they were like oh well i guess his stunt guy is gonna fight him then
1: yeah i don't know it just feels like wasted opportunity to have somebody like tony jaw one of like the greatest Action!
0: You know what they should the have done world. at the beginning of the movie when Dom and Mia's house, the Toretto house, when it blows up and he gets his face slammed into the into the minivan, he should just have to have bandages on his face for the rest of the movie. Yeah, <laughs>
2: <laughs> do like yeah, do like when uh Luke Skywalker in Empire Strikes Back when he got in that car accident in the middle of filming and they just mm-hmm. were like, yeah, his face is just all jacked up. He got hit in the face. <laughs>
1: Why couldn't the villains be Tony Jaw and Jason Statham? Then you, like, got, like, a lot more of what you're talking about, too. I think they're
0: kind of too similar. At least the other bad guy was not, like, um, a fighter.
1: When you put Walker up against it, too, like, where you have, like, uh, Walker having his own kind of, like, match. Then it, like, makes you go, oh, okay, I get what you're going for. So each person has their own kind of anti version of themselves i guess in a lot of ways the action sequences in this film are like some of the best which is a shame because like the film around the action sequences is terrible but obviously we know why because walker was alive for all the action sequences but then he died for all of the the non-action sequences so the action sequences look great it's a real shame.
0: They're a bit crazy. I do like where they're trying to rescue Ramsey and they got the like off-roading charger. I thought that was pretty cool. But some of the movies just get so funny over the top. How's Dom going to get out of this? And he makes her put the helmet on and he backs <laughs> off the cliff and just like pretty much just doesn't die. That, that, that was,
1: was funny great. <laughs> He's like, this car is indestructible. It's fine
0: they're like where's ramsey just like pulls this person out of the car like don't yeah. worry she's fine the end is not as memorable though you think la when they go back to la it would have been this like awesome showdown i think there was just too much going on it wasn't as good i liked the ridiculousness of watching them drive from building to building in abu Dhabi. it was stupid but that's what they always do they're like we don't have time we got to steal the that's, whole car
2: that's our other uh, <laughs> like superhero moment when dom lifts up an entire car mm-hmm. so that paul walker can slide under it like like it's nothing he's just like he's just like i guess i'm just gonna have to pick this thing up and just <laughs> lifts the entire front end of this car up It's just like there like you paul go walker Paul walker does have a moment where he's
0: like are you sure that you can hold
1: this did you like that car the very rare lichen hyper car? <laughs> do you want one of those because you can have one of those you can make one. They're basically a car that you can just go out and get an Infiniti G35, pull all the body panels off of an Infiniti G35, and then you buy this Lycan body kit, and you just glue that on it.
0: I wouldn't buy it. I would steal it.
1: <laughs> it's not really a hypercar, It's a body kit that you glue onto... a a g35 body shell it's really funny so it's like they were like i mean the car is as
0: fake as like anything else i although i really do enjoy the matrix-esque fight at the end between shaw and dom where he has the gun and he's like you thought you came to a street fight you did (laughs) he just grabs wrenches or whatever
1: instead the wrench fight was a
2: stupid he's got the wrenches and uh, jason statham's just got two random chunks of metal that he ripped off the car Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. looks like he looks like he's fighting with his windshield wipers. Like that's what it looks like. He rips off the car.
0: It came off more of the front of the car, but they're like two perfectly even pieces of shards of metal. But I do like when they're fighting, and he just has a bag of grenades in the back of his seat. Yeah, (laughs) and Dom's like, I can use these later. (laughs) Also, like it gets super fantasy with the God's Eye thing. It just it just works and <laughs> they're just like oh this is technology it, it can discover what whatever person we want there's no way that they can hide from
1: us did you like the everybody getting ready to go into battle sequence when they were like getting their cars no their not
0: particularly
1: And he pulled his, like, FBI badge off of his vest and threw it away. I was just thinking about something with his, like, his uh, Skyline. You know how, like, he's always like, my kid's gonna be a Skyline kid, and, like, Dom drives, like, the the Charger, and, like, Dom's Charger is always, like, like, the same, like, 69 Charger. First, like, couple films, like, his Skyline is, like, an R34 Skyline, but then, like, they keep jumping around, giving him, like, different types of Skyline. Why don't they, like, just, like, he drives, like, the R34 skyline like why is it like they'll
0: have the the flash forward and they'll have that silver skyline from too fast too furious (laughs) they're gonna just give it to the kid it's gonna be like from Ludacris. he's gonna be like your dad would have wanted you to have
2: it (laughs) now that i finally got my own garage
1: yep how come dom doesn't like jump around and have a bunch of different type of chargers but then like he's always like because dom's
2: a simple man yeah
1: "Yeah." but then like you know they always present how
0: about his wedding scene where he's just wearing the white beater they get married with his crappy necklace (laughs) (laughs) yeah that necklace really goes around like if that's not the last shot of the movie i'm gonna be really confused
1: (laughs) that necklace gets around more than any character in the film series it's been to every continent it's seen more places it's been more places it's seen more people die it's brought more family together
0: Maybe it's the Abu Dhabi scene, but this movie had me wanting to watch Mission Impossible more than Fast and Furious. He climbs up the side of the building. Yeah, I was thinking Ghost Protocol, but I'm like, there's a new one coming out. I'd almost rather be watching the Mission Impossible movies right now. Because yeah. as an action movie, they're all they're all pretty much better. <laughs> I'm going to say pretty much, because maybe it's like four or five, six that are like the strongest action movies of. Mission Impossible.
1: It's funny. I'm a big fan of these movies, but like, I cannot wait to be done. There are like actual movies I want to be watching right now, and I've been buying movies a lot recently. And I'm like, I got so. How much about like stuff when I Brian
0: have... gets out of his car and nobody's steering it, but he gets a boost by Tej? I'm like, it'd be funny if just like Tej bumped his car and he just went flying off the front of it, as <laughs> what would probably really happen.
1: I still think it's appropriate that James Wan. The director of so many ghost films got stuck working on the film where Paul Walker dies.
0: That's morbid. It is. James Wan did Saw also, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's why he they hired him for this. Yeah.
2: No, they hired him for Death Sentence. Uh huh. That feels much more closer to this this movie than I think he does. I think Kevin
0: Bacon does like run somebody over in a car. It's Kevin Bacon. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Kevin Bacon. There's (laughs) yeah, that's that's one hundred percent something that happens in that movie that's a great movie he goes full on i think he like gets up he makes like a sawed off shotgun just like dom does in this yeah. movie like that is that is a lot close that sentence is much more close of a film than than anything else that james wan's done
0: maybe dead silence maybe it's more like that he had to work with some
2: puppets you're right yeah yeah <laughs> he had to work ah. with some people and put the dialogue in their mouth and train them to be actors the rock got put on ice in this movie they they kept him out Felt like they were like, you know what, Rock, just take one off. Just uh, we'll have you in the beginning. You get a little scene. We'll put you at the end. You get a little scene. And that's it.
1: Which makes no sense when you think about the fact that they established that him and Shaw have a whole rivalry. You think they would have done more with him and Shaw in this film, especially when they give him and Shaw an entire film later on.
0: Well, they didn't have the rivalry until this film. But I also like how this is the one like, The Rock must be the weakest character in the franchise, besides the ones that have died, because he's the only one that got hurt. Yeah, he's
2: the only one that gets taken <laughs> out like permanently. Everyone else bounces back from their encounters with uh, with Shaw.
0: He does much worse stuff at the end of the movie that doesn't injure him than when he fell five stories onto a car to save that girl. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, their feuding is insane. It sounded like, I was reading up a l- about it a little bit today and I guess he really hates Vin Diesel because he doesn't think Vin Diesel's a stand-up guy, essentially. <laughs> he, he, you know how you, you watch the videos of him being like a creep to the interviewer and stuff? Yeah. He's not respectful on set to everybody. Like, he doesn't see everybody as an equal, and The Rock says that he does. He sees every person in the crew as the same level as him, and that's kind of like where their philosophies differed from each other. So they really started to hate each other, And I guess in 5, he was saying that Vin Diesel was saying, like, to get him in the character, he was being a dick to him. And The Rock was like, he didn't have to be a dick to me. I'm an actor. I could could still do the scenes. I was fine with doing the scenes. Vin Diesel did try to get him back for 10, I think. Yeah. But he won't come back. So I think his last one's technically, he's in 8 and he gets his spinoff, but. Would be really surprised if there's another Hobbs and Shaw spinoff. If, unless they just try a different spinoff altogether. New characters or something. The Ludicrous Bridges spinoff.
2: Yeah, the Ludicrous and Tyrese just straight up buddy cop movie type thing.
0: <laughs> yeah. Teja's Garage, the movie. Oh, I would
1: watch the <laughs> fuck out of that. Like all day. You know what? Make that a TV series. Can you get that a TV series? I'm here for that.
0: The thing I have to say is I don't think that Tyrese is nearly as funny as he is in 2.
1: He seems like an 2 2's like work his with. peak.
0: Yeah.
1: Ty- he probably is. Like he seems like though like in 2, that Tyrese would have been cool to work with, whereas like current Tyrese is like a total fuckbag to work with.
2: Hey, he's just a guy trying to fight for his rights to not have to pay for his children. Yeah. That's what that's what he's going out to make his money for him. His kids don't need anything.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: He's not about family, and he's still yeah, are. yeah,
2: yeah. Surprisingly, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, that was like a recent thing I saw where it was like it was like Tyrese being told by a judge he needs to pay like seven hundred thousand dollars in child support, and he's like, he's like, I'm just trying to talk about men's rights. Hey, oh,
0: fuck off! We have the return of Corona God. in the grandest of ways, which is your Mister Nobody. Talking about his Belgian ale, and he's like, ah, during Corona." And he's like, "Well, we got that." And he had, like, he, yeah, yeah. Like it when he pulls, pulls the bucket Corona out, and he's bucket.
2: like, "He's like, your your file is very detailed." I was like, "I was like, is that is it, that no, his very entire like, criminal? Yeah, yeah his entire criminal history is like, by the way, I really likes Corona."
1: Mister Nobody is a good character, but also a strange, cartoony character. I don't know how to feel about him. He's fun, but also, what?
0: The best part about him is that moment when they get ambushed, and he puts on his sunglasses. The sunglasses, yeah. But, but they're actually night vision goggles, so they were actually yeah. very practical. I liked that. But that's about as cool as it got, because then it got re- really ridiculous when he was just shooting... Randomly, it just didn't look like he out, had a yeah. specific object that he was person that he was trying to shoot. Like no targets. Like he was just going nuts. But then he got shot. And he had the craziest bulletproof vest. He looked like some sort. Like he had scales. Like he dragon was, uh, scale, fish. Yeah, something.
2: He still does have. He has. He has the full on like a uh, SpongeBob rip my pants moment of like, Dom. I just need to tell you, uh, you really got to try that Belgian ale, man. It's it's really good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> i've ripped my pants
2: <laughs> that's a, it's a, yeah it's like that exact same thing like just just come closer closer yeah belgian good. ale <laughs> they just like dump me on the side of the road a helicopter will pick me up
1: <laughs> yeah he's
0: a strange character they really start shuffling through these characters too because like is he in nine or is he not in a
1: I think he's in 8, isn't he? He's, he's in an eight, 8 for
2: sure. I can't remember if he pops back up in 9. I know he pops up in Hobbs versus Shaw for like for a few minutes in that yeah. one, like. I can't remember for sure if he's in 9. We'll I feel like maybe he's in is like I feel like he I feel like he's in all the rest of the movies, but he's just like uh, I think this one and the next one were like his biggest parts in him. After that, he's kind of more just a cameo character that shows up to like deliver some exposition or show up to give them something some like key piece they'll need
0: yeah and with him and jason statham and Tony jaw really they they're now in the new like every new movie is gonna have big names from here on out yeah, yeah. and they'd never get rid of anybody's so.
2: yeah <laughs> yeah like, people they, they're like you know what to save us time from bringing people back from the dead it just no one's gonna die no matter how insanely uh you know, they should definitely die from their injuries of something happening. They're just not.
0: So, like, at the end of this movie, they have this really weird, sad moment where I don't think the cast really pulls off that they're sad about Dom dying. (laughs) But they do this thing where, like, his car falls off the parking garage kind of after, like, jumping on this helicopter. After all the stuff that he's done this entire movie, they're like, he's he's done. And they pull floppy-ass Dom out of the car.
1: (laughs) Oh, dude, that felt like a weeble... If we clap really hard, she'll come back to life. But it was believe. funny just,
0: like, seeing all the close-ups of their faces and, like, the girl that played Ramsey seemed the most upset, even though she probably knows him the least. <laughs> and then, like, Ludacris and Tyrese just kind of were, maybe they are upset, but their reactions were pretty much just staring. I do like Paul Walker trying to save him, and then Letty's like, get away, get away. And then she's like, if you die, I die. Well, I don't know, let, let him help. Let the,
1: <laughs> the power of love and this cross necklace will revive you dom
0: also like in the very end epilogue doesn't make a lot of sense except for the audience knowing that paul walker is dead in real life because they're just randomly like you know everything should be good from here on out and dom is just like i gotta leave i gotta let brian live his own life and yeah. it's like real sad and that it's just like this
1: is weird that whole beach scene is very clearly like a goodbye to the actor, not like a goodbye to the character in the film series either. Like it feels like a weird way to part ways with Brian from the series. They should have.
0: Right. Like it felt out, it felt out of character for them to do what they were doing and say what they were saying.
1: They should have killed the character. I know that feels like strange, but they should have killed the character. Like it, have no, they should have the not. They
0: should have kept they kept Brian as a character and they kill off Dom. That's what they should have done.
1: It would have been more fitting and respectful to the series to kill the character than keep him around floating in limbo. As but this, you say like,
0: respectful, and I think the guy died, and you're like, my character has to be the one that everyone's sad over. It's my movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you would have probably been better if you made it look like he was brian was gonna die and then everybody was like oh this is what they're gonna do they're gonna just off the character
1: maybe that's what was already established in the script anyway was this whole plot line with dom and then they're just like oh brian's dead and it's like well okay
0: it'd be so easy to switch it to brian
1: and it would too and they and then with that they could have killed brian and left it at that and like no
0: I, i i appreciate that they didn't kill him i like that he's just off living his life
1: I think it doesn't work for the series.
0: It works fine for the series. The end of this is kind of, it's a little shoehorned into it. But for the rest of them, I think it's fine to be like. That was supposed
2: to be the whole thing. He wasn't even supposed to come back for this one. Yeah. Like it was he was already supposed to be living his life in, the, in his minivan.
1: I like that story. She's like, Dom. do you know what he told me? It's not that I miss the racing or the cars. It's that I miss the bullets. <laughs> it's like it's like yeah, this guy has like issues. Cause remember in five, I was like, this guy seems like a sadistic fuck. Like he seems like he enjoys like some side of this. So it's in characters it. what you're saying? Yeah, and then it's like yeah. they're they're like yeah, this guy is absolutely like a sadistic fuck. It's like the side of it that he misses. I don't know. Maybe they'll like, kill
0: him off in the next one. Cause if well, in 10, because if Jason Momoa's character is set off from the actions of 5, maybe they're like, he killed Paul. <laughs> like, it opens with him killing Paul Walker.
1: Does it off-screen. Just off-screen kills yeah, him. Yeah. Did you notice that Paul Walker's minivan was blue?
0: No. I don't think your theory that he drives blue cars is right.
1: Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's cute.
0: Sometimes he drives white cars.
1: When he's dead. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Was that because he's a ghost? Is that what you're it's saying? ghost
1: ghost of Walker. I also thought that was really appropriate in that scene that they gave him the Supra back from the first film. So, Because they used the footage of him driving in the car from the first film when he rolls up next to Dom.
0: Yeah, if they do anything with the kids, they're going to get like the car from the very first Fast and Furious movie or something.
1: Get an old Supra, find that mm-hmm. one.
0: Mm-hmm. Something like that's bound to ha- I mean, it's got to end strongly with family. Yeah. I'm assuming that there's one character that's gonna die in ten.
1: I do think there's something kind of beautifully shot about the end sequence when Don's driving away in the like uh the steel like stripped down charger and then Walker pulls up next to him in the all white Supra and he's like, You think you can get away from me that easy? and then they have that moment where they drive off and split off on the separate directions with the 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 song. Which that song it's like this is the last Fast and the Furious film but also the first time in a very long time the fact that a fast and the Furious film has a song that's memorable that for the soundtrack. That everybody's like, Yeah, that's a Fast and the Furious song So it's like like they didn't fast. let Ludacris
2: do this one this time. They were like, you know no. what, take a take a break, Luda. We'll get they we'll went get to someone Pittsburgh.
0: else. They got some Wiz Khalifa. They got
1: Wiz Khalifa and Charlie Puth.
0: <laughs> well, I think Charlie Puth's like the original song. Yeah, but you know what? Kudos to him for making it on the soundtrack too. <laughs>
1: it's a well done sequence.
0: But the only bad thing about it is it's like another song that works because of of Paul Walker dying in real life. Right. It's and like when
1: you hear it, that's what you think of. It's like you think of Paul Walker. You don't really think of like
0: If he didn't die and they didn't CG him, but they kept the scenes exactly the same, it in the music the same, it'd have been really fucking weird.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: I mean, even if you cut out the montage and you just had them like driving away with that song, you'd be like, What the fuck do you mean when I see you again? You sound like you're never gonna see him again. But I, I do like the song, which is why I've been including it at the end of our podcast episodes.
1: It is a
2: good song. It feels like we haven't talked about so much, but it just feels like it's because this movie just has too much sometimes. It's a, it's the longest one we've gotten so far, and not everything needs to be there. I'm glad we added, we, we replaced Gina Carano with Ronda Rousey to do even less. Like, they, uh, She can't her act the at all. The like, yeah, she can't <laughs> act at all, so we'll just give her like one line, and then she'll fight Michelle Rodriguez, and then that'll be it. We don't need to put her any further.
0: I remembered Michelle Rodriguez. Conveniently, she remembered everything. We yeah. had two fucking movies <laughs> of her having no memory at all. Yeah. But at the end, she finally got her memory back.
1: She's like, I remember. I remember everything.
0: You really hate Michelle Rodriguez. You made her sound like Rocky Balboa.
2: Yeah. I was like, is she deaf or special needs?
0: <laughs> you made her sound like she's got punched in the head a few times.
1: <laughs>
0: That's a terrible impersonation. <laughs>
1: Michelle Rodriguez, here, drive cars, go race wars.
0: (laughs) It looks like it's only going to get crazier. It would be great, though, if Fast 10, too. If that one just loses all the action and becomes very personal. It just goes back to car racing. The end scene is them stealing some uh, PlayStations or something.
1: I was going to do something for Paul Walker at the end of this episode, but... I learned you already
0: he, insulted him on the last episode. Well, I learned he dated two sixteen. You said
2: he ought to die in this episode. I don't know. Doesn't sound like <laughs> you like him.
1: Yeah, it
0: doesn't no, like your Paul Walker man.
1: I was never a fan of him to begin with, so I'm just gonna leave
0: it. <laughs> now that he's not on Earth anymore, it's, things yeah. have worked themselves out for you.
1: I was learning to respect him, and then I learned to not respect him with the whole him dating sixteen year olds when he was twenty eight.
0: not grosser than vin diesel
1: is he yeah
0: but we'll see you again later this week
1: bye (laughs) (laughs) bye
0: We are Cinema Demore. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter to stay up to date with news and information on upcoming episodes. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, Pandora, Alexa, or iHeartRadio. It would be greatly appreciated if you subscribe to our podcast on your platform of choice. We also appreciate feedback, so rate us, review us, and let us know what you think. And above all else, thank you for listening.